Whoa, we have it, a jingle to the weird podcast. Um, major shout out to the boy himself, James Wilson, the baby bear, the baby bull, as he wants to be called, which I respect. I, I called out last week in the podcast. I said I didn't get nose rings. I just didn't get it. You know, he came back to me and he's like, look, I've got a nose ring. You know, don't be hating on me, man, because... You know, don't don't hate us because you ain't us kind of thing. And he said, look, I've got the nose ring because, hey, I want to be a bull. Do you know what I'm saying? Is there something wrong with wanting to be a bull? And I'm saying, no, man, there's not. All I wanted was an answer. So I appreciate that. He's come back at me, not only with an answer, but with a sweet jingle for the weird podcast. Um, Did I add that jingle via some sort of app? Did I use my computer wizardry to put that at the start of the podcast? Maybe, or did I just play it whilst the microphone was on and the sound went in that way because I'm a technophobe? Mm, maybe also, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But hopefully by by the next week or so I'll have worked it out because every week I'm learning, every week I'm getting more technically savvy. Soon, like within the next month, two months, I could possibly become the leader of Skynet, which if you haven't seen the Terminator movies will mean nothing to you. And if you have seen the Terminator movies, will be, mm, well, when did you turn into a machine, Dave? Because there are machines that run Skynet. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I could lead Skynet with my technical ologically skills. Yeah, I could I could do that if I wished. But we're here. It's episode seven of the Weird Podcast. Guys, we're, we're gaining momentum. We're like a rolling stone covered in Cape Moss. We're just flying down that hill, crushing all these... I'm gonna say models, but that that's today's not the uh, the environment for comedians to be talking about crushing models or that like because whoa Louis C K he's gone and done it he's he's a, a pervert a, an F B P G a full blown perverted guy and I must admit I I'm upset by it he would have been probably one of my favorite comedians no doubt. Saw him live last year in Edinburgh, which, to be fair, stand-up-wise, he was great. As a dude, he stinks. You know, he's a fucked-up guy, and that's probably probably the end of him. Probably the end of his career, which, you know, it's one of those sad things. He's he's probably done, and, you know, brought on by himself. So, it's just a pity that guys have to be shitty from time to time, but there we have it. You know, that being said... You know, there's one guy I want to put out a major shout out to, and that boy's Kevin Spacey. I feel like in the news, he has just been really shit at flirting with people. Like if these guys, you've Harvey Weinstein, you've Louis C.K., you've all these other guys that are producer work with Apple. Don't know his name because not a nerd, but they're like full blown actual perverted guys, like sex offenders essentially. Whereas. Seems to me, maybe I'm wrong, and I'll end up with egg in my face, and people will be like, no, spacey, full-blown pervert, and I'll go, alright, my bad baby, I'll make mistakes, I'm only human, slash, mixed with God, but I'm like half-human, baby, but, as far as I see it, spacey's just kind of flirted with people, awfully, do you know the stuff he's done, he's like, this dude went to stay in his apartment, spacey invited him around, he's like, here, do you want to get into bed with me, the dude's like, Nah, you're alright, Kevin. Not keen on that. And he's like, no sweat. Guy goes to sleep. Spacey gets lonely. He wakes up. 
Spacey's just lying beside him, giving him a wee hug. In his pants, you know, he's just... It's a bit weird, you know. I wouldn't say it's totally perverse, but it's weird. You know, it's he's just there in his, in his, his underpants hugging you. Like, if I woke up in that scenario, I'd be like, Kevin, what do you... Go away, you silly wee sausage. These guys are like, oh, it's terrible. What happened to him? <clears throat> and then the guy from here, you didn't see him in the news, this barman. Um, basically, he's come out and he's done an interview saying that Kevin Spacey basically assaulted him. When, to be fair, he made some terrible flirting lines with him. You know, he did say some things that you're looking at and you're more embarrassed for, for Kevin Spacey. He's like, he said something to him like, uh, the guy was at a party or whatever and Spacey came up beside him and was like, the guy was with the girl and he was like, um, I'll try and do a kind of Spacey voice for him. Is that your girlfriend? That's the worst Spacey ever. I'm turning automatically into Liberace there. Is that your girlfriend? Is that girl you're seeing beside your girlfriend? And the guy was like, oh. And he was like, Spacey goes, well, I could suck your cock better than her. And he was like, fuck off, Spacey, you dick-sucking weirdo. And he was like, alrighty, and disappeared. Then, another time, he came back. For, he, he really wanted this bit of Belfast, but Spacey, he had it in his head. He wanted it, and he decided he's going to go for it. So, Spacey went back to the bar where this guy worked. Went up to him and was like, hello. And he was like, oh, fuck. Now you Spacey again, you big pervert. To be fair, the guy should have just gone to him early. Look, no harm to you, Spacey. I know that's what you're into. Not a gay man. Not keen on that piece. But no, he led Spacey on. So then he's in the stock room. Spacey comes in, grabs his belt. Like the dude's belt. Not like Louis C.K. He didn't just walk in jacking himself off. He walked up, grabbed the guy's belt. And then the guy's like, oh, get off me, Spacey. And that was it done. You know, so I think kind of for Spacey on this, you know... There's more to it, which, you know, this is a comedy podcast. In the back of my mind, I'm going, there's absolutely no way Spacey just did that. He's a full pervert. It'll come out and you'll have egg in your face. But hey, in the meantime, that's not happened yet. So I'm just dealing with it, rolling with the punches. I'm saying, JFS, justice for Spacey. That's all I'm calling out for now. You know, innocent till proven guilty. He's just a shit flirter, do you know? Albeit he came out as a gay man a really bad way, but just terrible at flirting. So, you know, if someone out there knows Kevin Spacey or knows anybody that knows him and wants to send him my number or whatever, I'll counsel you, my man. And I was going to say I will teach you how to flirt, but I'm probably as bad as Spacey at flirting. Like, I'm, I'm fully straight, but I just offer to suck guys' dicks. So, I mean, I'm just... I'm totally worse than Spacey at that, but it's out there, it's off the chest, and hey, I feel good, but Lucy came out, why, why'd you do that? You know What's weirder though is he did it like 15 years ago, do you know? So he's been out and about doing all these shows, getting himself, himself a massive profile in the 15 years following what has happened, which I was going to say what is alleged to have happened, but now he's flat out just come out and said he did it, so it happened. And, whoa, I just don't like it. I feel uneasy about it. But I just wonder why it's taken so long. And in some respects, do you know, it seems like everybody now, there's something on everyone. So I just hope that the majority of our comedic heroes 
entertainment heroes, uh, celebrity, idols remain decent at the end of the day. Yeah, we all have a diva. We all have a bit of a, a bit of an attitude, a bit of sass. But I just hope no one's there's no more pedos out there. No more sex. Not pedos. Shit. That's that's false allegation. Probably defamatory. Any more sex offenders out there or pedos? You know, don't be a pedo either. If you're gonna be a sex offender, you know, don't. If you're gonna be a pedo, knock that in the head too. Pull back. How will you think about yourself and don't do that shit. But just no fingers crossed. I'm worried about some of my like some of my idols out there. I, I do worry about obviously Prince. Thank God is dead because Lord knows what he had been getting up to because he is an overtly sexual spirit. Like Lord knows he said some things. Um, in his time that could be perceived in a certain way and I'm sure he's done some things that are slightly peculiar and in today's climate a mm, bit odd you know so if his song lyrics are to go by like I was singing a song Alphabet Street for anyone who don't know it it sounds a bit like I'm going down to Alphabet Street mm, yeah kind of a bit like that but I just thought it was like a cool wee like side junction of Sesame Street or something so I've been listening to Prince from when I was a little kid and I'm, and I'm going down just found out recently that it actually means it's about oral sex Alphabet Street is when you're delivering oral sex to a woman which is apparently the the thing to do to give a woman pleasure is to, to like spell out the alphabet on their nether regions with with your tongue so um, my innocence was was stolen essentially by that, and you know I'm not I'm not saying it's just for women. I'm sure that if you were to do that on a guy, it would feel nice. It would have a, a, a sensation that would deliver enjoyment, no doubt. But it's not what I thought I thought it was, and I suppose Prince would be my sort of like number one hero, and my number two would be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and. You know, I hope he's sound, but I know he's a sexual deviant as well, I'm sure. Remember the stories going about where, he, like, this woman came out and was like, Arnold is the father of my son. And this woman was, like, a real old, sort of not attractive-looking woman. You know, it wasn't what you'd imagine a, an A-list Hollywood star would 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 go for certainly given like if you know Arnold's wife who was very beautiful this like I think it was a hotel maid or like housemaid was like I've had a kid with Arnold and then Arnold was like no I didn't do it it's not my kid stop it and then you saw a photo of the kid and it literally looked identical to Schwarzenegger it was like four or five years old but identical to Schwarzenegger they totally serrated traps, pumped up packs, legit intercostals just popping out of those ribs, eight pack, and big gap in his teeth. You know, he's a double of Arnold. And then the woman was like, to the kid, she was like, say something to who might be your father. And the kid goes, <clears throat> Arnold, <laughs> Arnold, there's no way you're not my father. You have to be. Look at my genetics. Listen to my voice. Ah, come on. Come and meet me. What are you waiting for? I. I am your baby. <laughs> and Arnold's like, ah, oh, yeah. 
Definitely mine. There's <laughs> Father, come on. Oh, there's a uh, yeah. So basically, there there'll be more little Arnolds out there. So if you have come across any kids, uh, I should watch how I phrase that. If you have met any kids that look like Arnold and speak to you, hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> You'll know Schwarzenegger's been been slinging it. Uh, <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Um, well, celebrities are weird, like um, and speaking of which, uh, I said last week on the podcast um, that I was going to do a Champions League of weird celebrities. I sort of said it in passing at the time. I was like, I'm going to do a Champions League of weird celebrities slash known people who are weird. And, and at the end of the day, we'll put it through a tournament phase. We'll work it out and we'll see who is the weirdest celebrity. And you know what? I had a quiet news week this week, so I did it. And I will, I will announce it here to you today. There are it's set up the exact same way as the Champions League. It's set up the the weird Champions League. It's eight groups with four people in each group. Each week we'll have a round of matches randomly selected. A couple of celebrities will go off against each other. If one of the celebrities is weirder than the other, they win, get three points. If I can't call who's weirder, it's a draw, and I get one point. And at the end of the group stages. We'll accumulate the points and just see who qualifies into the knockout stages. Now, I was going to do this maybe on one podcast, but hey, you guys have stuff to do. You're tuning into this, listening to it, which I appreciate, but let's be fair, you aren't going to be listening to this all day. I mean, this is going to take 24 hours plus some, and by plus some, I mean another four 24 hours, which is like, I don't know, 96 hours or some shit. So I'll tell you the group stages first. And to make um to make things weirder, I actually seeded teams and put them in the group so you wouldn't have all the weird champions sort of in the same group because I mean that would, would be unfair. So I had seeded seeded teams and, and non seeded teams, but the groups have come out as follows. Group A Michael Jackson, Caitlin Jenner, Boy George, and Chris Angel. Whoa. That's definitely a group of death right there. Group B, Prince, Jocelyn Windelstein, who if you don't know who she is, like a billionaire socialite with the worst plastic surgeon in the world, definitely check her out. David Guest and Joaquin Phoenix, or Jaquin Phoenix, or Jaoquin Phoenix, whatever way you want to call it. I call him Jaquin Phoenix because it sounds like Jaquin, that's cool. Group C, Marilyn Manson, Charlie Sheen, Jim Core and Dr. Zeus. Group D, Will I Am, Shia LaBeouf, Dennis Rodman, and Lady Gaga. Definitely some contenders in there. Whoa, dead air. Group E, Yoko Ono, Wesley Snipes, Sia, and Derek Akora. Again, tough group. Group F, Rodrigo Alves is the actual real name of the human candle. So if any of you guys haven't seen the human candle or Rodrigo Alves, Check them out. Kevin Spacey, Naomi Campbell, Gary Busey. Group G, David Blaine, P. Diddy, Stalking Cat, who's basically this dude who turned himself into a cat. Weird. And Pete Burns, who kind of looks like a guy that turned himself into a cat. And lastly, Group H, Liberace, Ed Gein, K. 
Cat Williams and Kim Jong-un. Know what you're saying. Oh, uh, why did you add Ed Gein? He is a murderer into it. Well, I'll tell you what. He's weird. You know, there's murderers out there. That you're like, you're sly. You murder people. I don't like that. But then there's ones you're like, why did you do all that weird shit that you did? Whenever you just could have, you know, maybe got actual raw materials and done your shit. So I'll, I'll get into Group H when it's his turn. So today we're only going to go through Group A and Group B for the first round matches. So the first random draw in Group Group A, Michael Jackson versus Caitlyn Jenner. Now, both pretty weird people. You know, obviously you have people out there who will be supportive of, of trans rights and... And the like, and you know, I am too, but hey, this isn't about trans rights, this is about weird, and it's weird that there's this guy who's like a full-on Olympic athlete, like a proper Jack Rip powerful athlete dude, who's now a woman and happens to be the stepfather of Kardashians, you know, rights and all aside, weird scenario, going up against Michael Jackson, the wax-faced, uh, Shimon shouting, kitty fiddling, Peter Pan, and... I think in that sentence alone, Jackson takes the three points off Caitlyn Jenner. He's weirder. So Michael Jackson wins the first round match. That's three points to Jacko. Zero to Caitlyn Jenner. And the next match then would be Boy George versus Chris Angel. Which, whoa, it's a hard one to call. That one, Chris Angel, the mind freak, who's like a magician slash rock star slash sex symbol slash icon he does like massive shows and like spectacular illusions in vegas and he's really he's a stylish dude but he's he's peculiar like this morning before i came on to record the podcast i follow chris angel on on twitter of course i do and i just happened to go on and notice he had put up some post it was basically like him in all his like Chris Angel gear, like leather trousers, waistcoat, whatever. And he was making this really weird expression on his face. And I was like, wonder what, what he is up to there. And you just read it and it says, worms crawling up my nose at a photo shoot. And then it's just a photo of Chris Angel with half his face painted white, breathing really hot, heavily with worms growing up his nose. Uh, yeah, so... That's the sort of guy he is, a weird dude. And Boy George, now, a lot of you are going, oh, why you pick Boy? What's so weird about Boy? I'm talking 80s Boy here and not like current Boy. He sorted himself out, he's doing well, we'd love to see it. Big fans of Boy George here at the Weird Podcast. But in the 80s, he was such a weird dude. I watched his documentary. And let's just say, Boy liked drugs. Like he, ha- like if you're, Talking to boy George, you're like, boy, what did you have for breakfast? He'd go, drugs. All right, what did you have for lunch? Drugs. Uh, dinner? Drugs. Um, Did you have any, like, snacks? Mm, yeah, I did. All right, okay, cool. What did you have? A bourbon biscuit. All right, cool, boys. <laughs> kind of expecting to... And drugs. He, he liked a lot of drugs. And he did this concert with uh, Culture Club. And obviously, you know, boy George loves his immaculate makeup. This particular day, he had been going in hard on the drugs. Turned up on stage with his makeup. I say makeup. He painted his entire face with lipstick. Weird guy. Um, so for that one, you know what? I couldn't call it. Couldn't call Chris Angel and Boy George. I had to just give that a draw and give them both a point each. So um, there you have it. First group A. Three points to Michael Jackson after match day one. 
and a draw. One point each for Chris Angel and Boy George. Group B threw up some legends as well. Prince versus Jocelyn Windelstein, the bride of Frankenstein, she's known. Um, she has had awful plastic surgery. Like, her face is diabolical. Like, you feel almost sorry for her that she's that rich and has done that amount of surgery to make her look that way. And I think, other than that, she's not that weird. So that's an easy three-pointer. The prince, the man, the icon, the legend. You know, there's any God's amount of reasons you can say prince is weird. What I'll say to do, to you guys that haven't done it yet already, if you aren't prince fans, get yourselves on YouTube. Type into YouTube, James Brown, Michael Jackson, and Prince. And if you don't know what happens there, in a nutshell, James Brown's on stage doing a song. Hey, come on. Ow. And then he's like, I know there's somebody in the crowd. Yeah. Come on. And you're like, well, who's in the crowd? And he goes, it's my boy. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Woo. And then Michael Jackson comes up on stage. And he's like, sing, Michael. And then Michael's like, mm-hmm, Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Michael, you sing that. Mm. And um, tell the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the diamond He didn't sing that because it wasn't invented yet. But anyway, I don't know what he sang. But James is like, yeah, woo. He goes, there's somebody else in here. He's like, Prince, where you at, boy? And then Prince comes to the stage in the most glorious way ever. He gets carried in a piggyback by a giant bouncer who brings him to the stage. Prince gets on. He's like, mm, I don't want to sing. So he's like, okay, play the guitar. Mm. Hands Prince the guitar. He just absolutely shreds it. Then it comes time for Prince to leave. He's like, I know how I leave. I'll jump on a lamp, like a prop lamp, like not even a lamp, like a street lamp, a light. Prince grabs it, jumps on it, and just it lowers slowly into the crowd, and he disappears. Oh. And that's him gone. So three points to Prince. Which leaves David Guest versus Jacqueline Phoenix. Whoa. That's another one. You can't call it. Jacqueline Phoenix is a, such a weird, reclusive, strange guy. Believes in all these conspiracy theories. Quit acting to become like a prophet or something. Now he's back acting again because he's good. And then David Guest. The waxed faced, uh, boot polished haired sweet producer who I don't know what he's produced I don't think I've ever heard David Guest produce any great songs other than producing possibly the best moment of television when he was in Big Brother and David Bowie's missus thought he had died or well I'd heard David died and everyone else thought David Guest died that's brilliant also go on YouTube and check that out but it's again too hard to call both equally weird I'm giving that a draw so it's three to Prince one each for Joaquin Phoenix and nothing for the Bride of Frankenstein, Jocelyn Windelstein. So there we have it. Group A and B, first round matches of the weird Champions League. And you've had that. Michael Jackson, Caitlyn Jenner and Chris Angel versus Boy George. Prince versus Jocelyn Windelstein and David Guest versus Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, there we are. So guys, tune in next week to see how the second round of matches went. In the weird Champions League. As you can see. This is going to take a bit of time. We'll be doing this for weeks to come. As it progresses. You'll be finding out more about people you've not heard of. Who are weird and what they've done. And also. Go into yourself. 
why why is he gone to this effort to essentially just go there's the weirdest person because that's what's going to be at the end you know and some of these weird people are dead so i don't know what i'm going to do if they win like i can't really send them a trophy or i could bring the trophy to their resting place and pay homage get a wee crowdfunder on the go there and you can donate and send the big dog to the grave of the winner if they're dead or if they're alive in the win you know kill them go to their grave the hell with it so how we do it in the weird podcast yeah whoa got too into that there i'm back in the room this coming week i have a lot of shows coming up on monday which is going to be the probably like 14th i think according to my maths nah monday the 13th choose you why i suck dick at maths monday the 13th i'm in the pavilion I'm doing the opening spot there this week. Um, I just want to try some stuff I'm going to do in my show. See if it works out. I'm adding some new stuff in and I want to test it out. On Tuesday, I'll be doing the same. Live at the Sunflower for BBC recording. Like before to that. And on Wednesday, I'm in the, my favourite comedy club. I'm back in Lavery's. And hey, you know what? I'm trying some new shit. I'm not going to do stuff I'm going to do for my show at Lavery's on Wednesday. You know why? Because I want you Lavery fans to come to my show. I want you the podcast listeners to come to my show on Sunday the 26th of November in the Black Box, just opposite the Dirty Onion. It's only seven quid. And hey, the tickets are selling real good now. They're actually moving. I'm feeling confident to get another sellout. I'm hopefully going to get that continue the wee record of selling out my last few shows in there. So if you haven't already got a ticket and you're planning on rocking in on the day, Probably not going to happen, so just get your ticket in advance. Get down and see me. Um, if you listen to if you listen to Boytown, my other podcast to do with Shane Todd, Shane said in description of my show on the Boytown podcast that it was the sassiest, boldest, cheeky, funny show he's ever seen. So if you guys want to see the sassiest, boldest, cheeky, funniest show that you've ever seen, get yourself down the 26th of November. I even did a wee video for it. Put it on my Facebook page and it's done quite well. People have liked it, tagged under it. They're looking to come and see what I can do. So check out my video on social media. Um, I'll be putting a lot of stuff out over the next wee while. I put a, did a video this week ahead of the Northern Ireland-Switzerland game. Uh, the World Cup qualifying playoff. The character I do, Northern Ireland's biggest fan. Which is basically somebody that doesn't really support Northern Ireland. Just jumped in the bandwagon for the banter. So... Check that out and have a look and check out all the other videos I'm putting out. And this week I'm going to be having some stand-up clips from the Ulster Hall I did last October. Out and about, bits of material that I won't be doing anymore on stage so I can put it out and share it with you. So if you could get give that a share, I'd appreciate that. You know, let people see what the Wizard of Weird can do. Do you know? It'd be nice. And anyone who's got on to my social media started following me on Facebook this week or follow me on twitter instagram you know cheers guys appreciate it and uh, ultimately keeps this kind of crap on saturday morning going you know knowing people want to listen to it so just keep keep in there guys keep behind it there's more coming and i have a lot in the pipeline so keep at it and just get on the black box website and buy tickets you know follow me on facebook dave elliott comedy instagram dave elliott comedy twitter 
Dave Elliott comedy. OJ, because you don't have enough characters for that. It's the Dave Elliott. And give my stuff a share and a like and get your tickets to my show. Mm-mm-mm. So, another segment of the show which has, to be fair, in recent weeks, slowed down a little bit. So, if you're listening to this and you're a weirdo, which, if you listen to it, you are. So, weirdos, listen up. iTunes. I need you to rate and review the podcast. Five stars only. Otherwise, I cry. And you don't want to make me cry because I'm, I'm emotionally vulnerable enough as it is. But got a new review this week um, on the, the weird podcast, which is, uh, the title is Fantastisch, which automatically I love. Bit of German, major shout out. Uh, not so sure about the actual um, review. Gay Nazis, question mark. What's not to like? Well, plenty of things. It sounded like an oxymoron of a review that because obviously gay Nazis are, you know, gay people, great community, treated poorly in, in this country. We need to rise up and support the, the gay movement. Nazis, on the other hand, nah, back in your box, lads. So I appreciate the review, but guys, come on, get weirder, get those reviews in and give me a proper weird weird review and every review I get I'll read out in the podcast so don't embarrass me when next week comes and there's no reviews and I'm like mm, nobody reviewed it this week because I'm a loser with no friends help a brother out you know what I'm saying now to finish I'm going to go through uh, some of my listeners questions slash stories firstly I need to give a, a major shout out to those who sent me questions on Instagram last week I recorded the podcast like in the middle of the night last week and I didn't really see the questions until after I had um until after I'd done the podcast and unfortunately now that I, um, I went to look at it Megan had sent me a question sent me a story that I can't actually open because it must be deleted now from from the website on the mirror website uh, but in in the like URL it says Man Driven Crazy by Bizarre Condition. And then she's asked the question, but what song would you hate to have stuck in your head? So I assume it was some kind of song or whatever this dude had stuck in his head or some sort of like words he could not get out of his head and it drove him mad. So if I were to pick a song that I wouldn't like to have in my head, it's hard to actually narrow it down to one particular song. I, in fact, no, I can do it. The song that I would hate to have stuck in my head is any sort of new song by Ed Sheeran. Um, I'm probably not going to be popular with this, but I don't think Ed Sheeran's new music's good. I think it's shit. Some of his earlier stuff, yeah, real nice. Just him, guitar, nice voice, nice lyrics. I liked it. But this new stuff, that one, it's like... That's just a shit song, and it sounds plagiarised. It sounds like a million other songs before. And Galway Girl, mm. the worst song possibly I've heard. It's just awful. So if that stuck in my head, I'd hate it too. And in fact, that other one he did off the last album when he started plagiarising, which was like, I will be loving you till we're 17. I used to think it was 17, not 70. And I was like, weird, Ed. But that sounds a lot like Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. And I didn't like that. As soon as I heard that, I was like, boom, 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 boom. 
I've been really trying, baby. It's like, you've just stolen that, eh? You wee ginger scrubbed. Uh, sly. It's like, I know it's not racist, but it, it feels kind of like that. The common ginger scrubbed. I'm only joking. But I like Ed Sheeran as a guy. I think he's sound. You know, I think he'd be one of those guys who you can't hate, but you don't like his music. And I, I, so that I reckon, like, if you're having a chill with him, he'd be a dead on do. You'd like to hang out. You'd like to go for pints. But man, don't be playing any of that new shit for me. Go old school. Play the, the A-team and the one about the house in a box or something. It's, it's, it's decent. But yeah, that new bling, 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 bling. Ed Sheeran song, if it's stuck in my head, I would, I would do with what, like, bulls do. You know, they just run into things to kill themselves. I would just dip my head and run into a wall and just smash my, sc- smash my skull and just die. That's how I would, would do if I had that song playing repeatedly in my head um so let's see while i'm on on instagram other questions this week james wilson again just made your shout out for the intro i appreciate that neve spur on instagram unicorn knickers has said would you rather have a bath with your mum or your dad Um, easy my dad i've had this question oddly before but more but i think along lines of who'd rather like chill out with naked um Honest answer is none of the two, but I think it would be less weird to be in a bath with your dad because you could essentially put the, the water nice and high, nice and hot, get the bubbles going real good. He'd cover his dick so you wouldn't really see his dick. You could just sit and chill in the bath. And plus my dad wouldn't be too comfortable in the bath with me. So I think he'd be like, look, can you just, mate, can you just cover your eyes, please, and let me get out, get a towel and enjoy your bubbles, mate. Whereas my mum, like, she'd be underwater. You could probably see... You could see, like, her her boobs, which I wouldn't want to see. You know, I haven't seen those babies since I was a baby. And, yeah, fair enough, they were a life source. They made me a big, strong boy they am today. But I'm 31 now. I don't need to see those things anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't need that. So I'd rather have a bath with my dad. And kind of like, you know, you go to, like, saunas and stuff with, with your dad in, in just speedos and all. So, I mean, it's it's fine. Um, Chris Barr has come in Chris Barr's great he uh, drops some fantastic questions every week he's given me a news story here from the Sunday Sport don't know how credible it is because you know it's a Sunday Sport um, and he said this is a pretty weird headline what's the weirdest thing you've done for food right the headline is 10 years ago the lotto made me a millionaire now I suck off dogs for quavers right something wrong with that there's two ways to look at this Either there's some really weird dude who, like, wants to give out money to watch people, or give out quavers, not even money, to watch people suck off dogs. Probably Louis C.K. Or the dogs are super advanced, and they're like, I'll give you, I'll give you some of my quavers if you shut me off. Don't know why, but Sean Connery is... The voice of dogs in my head for some reason. I don't know if you uh, would like to shut me off. I'll give you a quaver. But yeah, weirdest thing I've done for food. Um, I don't know if I've really done anything particularly weird for food. I think kind of getting food's pretty straightforward. Um, I don't know. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I didn't get food and I was annoyed. There was one time I was going home to my folks. 
and like I told them in advance, look, I'm coming down here, parents, have some dinner ready for me. They're like, oh, but we're going out. I'm like, don't worry, leave some dinner. It'll be sweet. So I was calling on down and I was very hungry. I didn't have much of a lunch because I'm expecting this delicious homemade dinner. Get myself down to my folks. They're way out. It's grand. The dog's in the house just, you know, offering me quavers to suck his dick. I was like, no, Bobby, at ease. I've got a legit dinner to have here. So I went in, looked around, couldn't see any dinner on the shelf. So I'm like, it'll be in the microwave. Opened up the microwave, no sign of the dinner. Um, and you know when you're that like angry, like I got that angry, I didn't know what to do. I was like, fuck, I can't. So I did, I started to not like weep, but there were, I cried. There were tears running down my face. I was that hungry and that annoyed. So, you know, if I had seen that headline, I probably would have said to Bobby, Bobby, can I, can I have some of your quavers, bro? There's a suck jay into the bargain for you. And he probably would have gone. No, oh, fuck off. Stick it up your arse. But that that would have been the weirdest thing I've done for food. But yeah, over food, I've, I've cried. Um, Marcus Marshall Myers come in this week with no questions, no stories. But just like he said, imagine if we greeted people the same way as dogs greeted other dogs. Whoa, man, this podcast is getting dog heavy. But yeah, he's got a good point. Like dogs, they sniff each other's butts. So imagine we just met people and sniffed each other's butt. It would be so weird. There'd be pros and cons to that. I'm sure you get some people whose butts smell pretty good. Like you see some people who like wear a nice fragrance. They just have a, a smell around them. Don't know why. Automatically think Julian Simmons. Anytime I've ever met him, his fragrance has been fantastic. Um, so imagine you could smell his bomb. It might be nice. Whereas you could probably smell some like dudes who maybe just to play some sort of sport some girls have just been to the gym maybe their butts don't smell so hot yeah would be pretty weird like i always say like who even invented the handshake who made that a thing do you know what i mean like what made shaking somebody's hand be like the great the greeting who decided that's what we do like why do why don't we just walk up and grab each other's wee, wee dicks and just go hello you know who made that a thing maybe we could start our own cult and do that who knows whoa there's so much from him this week yikes Another thing, can you actually believe that this emoji, and it's like the wee praying emoji, is actually two people high-fiving? Whoa, mind blown. Hey, amen, man, my mind is blown by that. I, I still think it's people praying, and hope it is, but whoa. And the final one, is a zebra black and white, black with white stripes, or white with black stripes? Who knows? Man, I think zebras are, off, are, are like humans. They come in all shapes and sizes, all colors and creeds. You know, it's not, not fair to label what one is. I think a zebra is what you want it to be. If you want it to be black with white stripes, let it be. And if you want it to be white with black stripes, as is. Um, and I think that's all That's all we can do is just try and offer tolerance to people and offer understanding. So, yeah, maybe I have answered your question completely, but I've probably taught you to be a better person. You're welcome. Um, let me see. Questions on Twitter now. Megan, hold on, putting you ignoring me, or putting you ignoring my question and story last week behind me, if you had to get a weird tattoo, what would you get and where? Um, I've apologised for that already, so don't need to make me make my feelings hurt, let me just see the story she sent me. Oh shit, it's about a dog again. This is going to be the dog cast this week, shit. Um, woman who got her dead dog's paw prince tattooed on her breast worries it's made her undateable. Yeah, what this woman has done is got two giant dog paws tattooed, like, on her chest. Not even, like, on her boob, but, like, above it. Like, on her, 
I don't want to say solar plexus, but possibly. Um, and you know, paw tattoos aren't 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 a good look really. Once you get them, they're there, and like they're not like they're scratchy paws. You know, like as if there's a like liger trying to claw your ditty. It's like it's just like two paws set there. You know what? She regrets that, believe it or not. She's like, yeah, I got it done my dog's alive. Now it's dead. It looks weird. I, I'm undateable because of this. All I'm saying is, you're not undateable. Just cover it up. It's fine. Probably get it removed because it looks like it's not done with by a good tattooist either. It looks like it's been done with a dark green felt tip pen. It's not a stylish look. So, you know, paw prints, as much as you love your dogs, you know, don't get their paw prints onto your chest. It's not a good look. But... If I had to get a weird tattoo, what would you get and where? Hmm. I don't know. A w- <laughs> For some reason, automatically I thought of like a branding. It would be pretty weird if you got branded uh, and got that put in your body. So I could probably be- get like property of and then a weird celebrity. Property of of Jonathan Chiban. There you go. I get a pro- property of Jonathan Chiban tattooed on my quadricep so like people wouldn't see it but whenever i was in the gym wearing shorts you, you just ride up and you're on a cross trainer and people would see that you're owned by jonathan chiba so that would be my weird tattoo julie hewitt has said sent me a story this week this caught my eye weird body shape to say the least and she sent me this link to a story um about this woman whoa she she is she is out of proportion. Um, whoa. Instagram star with an eye popping 70 inch behind insists her curves are real as she flaunts her incredible shape to silence the doubters. Um, this body positive Instagram star has hit back at those who have accused her of faking her 70 inch rear with a video showcasing her natural assets. Raylan from Atlanta, Georgia, who boasts 122,000 fans on Instagram, regularly uploads photos of her curves but's often accused of using photoshop to make her derriere look bigger yeah the photos definitely look photoshopped um but she's and then she's posted a photo of her actual bum where to be fair her bum looks smaller than it does in the photoshop photos and it looks saggier in them so i would say that she probably has done some form of photoshop but she definitely has junk in a chunk um raylan you could you could she could be in a ludicrous rap video because he ludicrous likes girls that back it up or so or pitbull does like a dunk a truck and all that yeah she's definitely i think photoshopped herself but fair play to her if she isn't she's body confident you know why not be you know what i mean don't let people hold you down ryan mcpollin said hey dave when are you bringing 12 years of dave to london bro well hopefully it'll be sometime in the new year because I haven't properly come out with this news yet, but uh, after I do 12 years of Dave in the black box and at the end of the month, I am taking some time away from stand-up um, and comedy in general. Not because there's going to be any scandals coming out about me, but because I'm having a baby. Um, so I'm going to take... The show will be like my big swan song at the end of the month and I'll probably take two, three months off from stand-up. So... Um, the show I'm happy with, Ryan, mate, so I, I think I'll bring it to to London maybe March time next year, maybe St. Patrick's show, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look and we'll 
we'll see. But for now, there's no set date, but I, I will do it. Um, and yeah, if you haven't got tickets to my show already, please do because you know I'll miss you guys. Hopefully, you'll miss me. Michael Jardina said, "If you could have one weird surgery on yourself, what would you get and why?" Whew. A lot of people wanted me to augment my body. Um, get whether it's through tattoos, um, whether it's through surgery. If I could have one weird surgery, what would I have? Hmm. He's also put in hashtags here. New dicks for Dave, and Dave becomes an actual bear. I think what he's trying to say here is that I should have surgery to uh, have my second penis removed, which I'm not going to do, Michael, because you know it's it's ineffective anyway, and I become an actual bear. So you're trying to say either get my, one of my extra penises removed or get surgery to make myself into an actual bear. Um, I'm going to gonna hit you from left field with that question and go, what I would have is have my shoulders amplified i would have my rotator cuffs um made lined with platinum i'd have my rotator cuffs made firmer made more dense made more powerful so i would have extra power in my shoulders to become the superhero that i want like dog man since it's been the dog podcast i want to become dog man i want my shoulders to be reinforced so when i drop to all fours i can run as fast as a dog on all fours um and also i could push with extreme force so like you know i could just be i could like push cars off people i could like you know shove people off buildings and like out of a devastating punch with extra power on my shoulders so yeah i'd have my shoulders like made animatronic like jack from tekken is what i would have done Last question from Adam McQueen. Uh, stuck in a desert island, and you can yeah, and you can bring one person who's not a family member with you. Who is it? And my girlfriend would be the obvious choice, but he said not family, so I'm gonna exclude her. She can just stay in the real world. And if I take someone, I'll take a famous person. Sure. Um, the practical answer would be Bear Grylls. He would. You know, be the, the man that knows what to do. But he'd probably do your head in, actually, if you're on a desert island with him. Because he'd be all, like, trying to, like, save, you know. you got to come with me this way. There's food and shelter and water. So look after yourself. And I'd be like, bear, man, I can't keep up with you. I'm, I'm a big, sleepy guy. I don't want to have to be trekking up mountains and all. And he'd just go, I'm going to go on myself. There's some of my shite that you can suck to live off. And then you just go, ah, nah. So probably what I would, would take with me to his desert island would be like some kind of like like Shaolin air bending monk because they could like harness the power of like telekinesis and like summon helicopters and stuff to come and save us. So that's what I would do. Guys, I've nearly been talking shit for 50 minutes which for the weird podcast is a long time and i've got the end of my questions i've got the end of my topics and i've got the end of my podcast so in conclusion thank you for asking questions without questions we wouldn't have the podcast thank you for reviewing and rating the podcast on itunes 
and keep doing it if you haven't reviewed it yet get on itunes now give it five stars and write the weirdest review you can do and i'll read it out in the podcast other than that share the podcast tell your mates about the podcast and get the podcast moving and follow me on social media platforms that i'm on instagram and facebook at dave elliott comedy and on twitter at the dave elliott guys that's this week's weirdness keep weird keep it real and you know don't be a sex offender bye